Welcome to a D&D Candle Lab. Welcome to the D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast. With your hosts, Karen and Dan. Alright, welcome to the D&D Character Lab, the show based around one thing we cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to prove to one another that our baby is best. You know, that intro never gets easier to say. I think we put too many long words in that. That and you're just a, just a, such a smooth operator. You'd think I should talk fails. from a living. <laughs> so this week, we didn't even explain what we were doing on our previous episode, but this week we're bringing in level seven elemental-themed characters. That was the only criteria that we have. Back to basics, kind of. Level seven characters, just whatever elemental meant to us. And I, I made a guy that I can't wait to play at some point in my life because this is one of my, my favorite characters in a while, actually. Yeah, I too uh, kind of went back to the basics and stuck to the core, and I am very excited. So, without further ado, who did you bring to the lab today, Garen? All right, so in this tribe of Goliaths, there's one little boy that was always just very connected with the earth. He'd walk around without shoes on or any sort of covering on his feet, digging his feet in the ground. So even when he was little, all the other big uh, people of the tribe called him Pebble Toes because he always had his feet in the ground. Well, he might have had his feet in the ground, but his head wasn't in the clouds because he was very focused and driven young man. He wanted to be a hero. He was going to save people's lives. That's what he was going to do. He squired for a knight. He becomes a knight later in life, but he can also draw on magic, and that's what gives him the edge against his foes. He is not only a hero, he is an adventurer, and he is a silver medal jousting competitor. Did you go back to the Cavalier, man? I did not make a Cavalier. Okay, Jousting is right. just part of the flavor here. Okay, yeah, because this that is, didn't work out for you last time. No. This is Sir Pebbletoes. He is a stone sorcerer from the Unearthed Arcana that Wizards put out where they did elemental sorcerers. So is, is he a knight? He is a knight background. He is lawful good, and he is a goliath. Wow. Other than that backstory being super lame... Uh, it sounds like it'll be an exciting character. What is lame about just wanting to be Heath Ledger from Nightstone? Well, let me let me tell you what's lame about that. I'm going to introduce you to the artist formerly known as Funnel. That is not okay. his name. That's his name. The artist formerly known as Funnel. You've completely okay. lost control. <laughs> he grew up in a monastery and basically started learning the ways of martial arts. He actually saved his town. You made another uh, freaking monk? I made another monk, man. You're I got it. <laughs> I gotta do it. Because you finally understand how monks work. No, that's false. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) side note, I had a fan write in, say that I used Flurry of Blows incorrectly. Garen and I went back and forth on this for like a serious 45-minute discussion, and we did determine that it is only three attacks on a Flurry of Blows. So, I was right. But anyway, he he grew up in a monastery. He single-handedly saved his town when he was a young boy. However... The, the fame and fortune just became too much. He just like, he walked around town. Everybody knew who he was. He's a super recognizable guy. Uh, he is an air genasi race. Or I, I, I don't know how exactly how you say that, Gena- but I'm pretty sure. I think it's genasi or genasi. ganasi. It's ganasi. I like ganasi. He's this is going to be staunch all over again. <laughs> 
Uh, so he was just super recognizable, and he got tired of it. So he went long distance travel, went to a different monastery, wanted to reconnect with himself. Actually, because he had these just super great elemental powers, he took up playing the bagpipes. And he went to the local pubs at, uh, in the evenings and entertained folks and, and became a very notorious performer. And they didn't know who he was. And so he took up the name Funnel because of these, you know, just great ways with air and making funnel, air funnels. That's how I get it. Yeah, I know. I get it. We all get it. Yep. It's very clever. Yep. And so until recently, insert plot hook here, he now feels the call of duty to return back to the way of... The way of... <laughs> What is the name of this damn thing? The Way of the Four Elements? Yeah, is that what, is that what they, uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, no, it's the Disciple of Elements. Yes, he's a Disciple of Elements. Way of the Four Elements. He is an heir monk, level seven, heir genocide, genasi, whatever you want to know. Heir, artist formerly known as Funnel, and he is an entertainer background. Two things. Great, First great of backstory all, as usual. How dare you insult my backstory when you don't even have the motivation for your character, but just your insert plot hook. And second... Why does him being able to control the elements naturally lead him towards bagpipes? You made that sound obvious. They have nothing has, to do with each he other. Has profici- oh, yeah, he has proficiency in bagpipes. If I could control air, I would play the bagpipes. You're not playing the lute. You're not playing the horn. Take it for is what it, it is. Because this is all just, it's just filling a, a bag of air. All right, so you're full of hot air. And why don't you start off, because I'm sure this air genasi is going to be trash when it comes to melee. What is your head bashing damage? Did you just say he's going to be trash in melee because he has two attacks, uh, which means that he has four total hits, which deal out 1d6 plus three each and every round. I would like to also bring up Flurry of Blows because you have to. And how um, does that work again? Do you want to learn? I actually, I actually will tell our listeners. So a standard action for a monk is just one unarmed strike so in this case it would be 1d6 plus three it's actually also a plus six to hit with this guy so he's probably going to land one but that would be your action as a bonus action with martial arts for a monk you can do a the other hand attack and that would deal out 1d6 plus three so also proficient in that that other strike however if you use flurry of blows it would be you would use your standard action and then as a bonus action you can attack twice what I, what I normally do is I decide to take Flurry of Blows uh, after that second attack because it really doesn't make any difference. But that is how it works. You get three total strikes at, for one action. So I could potentially attack you six times in just one turn, dealing out nine times six, 54 damage at level seven. No, that would be I four al- times. No. Because you get two attacks, so you get two actions. You, on- you, only, you don't get two bonus actions. St- solid point. Solid point. <laughs> so I could do I could do it five times. I could do it five four times. Four times. Right? No, I, I get two attacks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would only be four. Yeah. So there's three on a standard, four on a flurry of blows. By the okay. next time you make a See, monk, which no, will no, probably no. be next I'm week. You're gonna you, have this down, I promise. I'm telling you I'm not the only player that screws this up. It's kinda hard. <laughs> I had to read it. Four four standard attacks, one D six plus three. So we're dealing out nine times four on for a potential total of thirty six. However, that's not where it ends. I also have Fist of Unbroken Air, which allows me to create a blast of compressed air that strikes... I'm not going to use this right now. I'm going to use this in burn dating. I apologize. So that Ugh. that's what I'm going to use. That's what I'm going to use. All right, so what are you arguing? That was such a mess. I, it was really a mess. Plus two. No. Why? You think 36 damage? That's yeah. what you got? On that's one turn? That's not plus two worthy. On one, on one turn? 
That's plus one on, on on one turn. What are you dealing out in in one turn? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna continue arguing why I should get a plus two until I hear what you're bringing. I can do twelve in one turn. Yes. Okay. And what are you arguing? Uh, that's a zero. Okay. I can do three times as much damage. Yeah, but it's so. not a. It's an exponential scale. You know, you really got to impress to get that plus two. Oh, no, no, that's a plus two. I'm getting a plus two, and I'm not going to back down on that. You're you're bringing in 12, 12 damage. I think round. you should get a plus one because you messed up the rules of Monk again. Be honest <laughs> no. with yourself. Be honest <laughs> no. with yourself. No, plus two. You didn't earn that plus two. If you had gotten I'm it getting, out clean. Getting, I didn't earn it. My performance was weak. However, I'm going to expend a key point right now and cast Flurry of Blows, and I'm not going to stop punching you until I get a plus two. Well, that was your only Cause key I, point. Because we all Cause know you, that Dan, Flurry are level of Blows one. work. <laughs> so i get a plus two all right yeah what are you arguing i got a zero we're, we're already we've already agreed on that we don't even know what you do on melee you're just like i do 12 damage okay moving on i got a warhammer very interesting. i can do it i can do it as a d8 or a d10 because i can use martial weapons as part of my stone sorcerer origin I mean, you get proficiency in armor shields and martial weapons so all right yeah it's a versatile zero's, weapon zero is zero is fine you're kind of skating away with that one, but that's fine. What do you mean skating away? What are you What are you doing as far as ranged goes? Absolutely nothing. I didn't even write in a ranged weapon, which I probably could have. Okay, so you negative two. I will take the negative two because yeah, without I, question. You know, I just I, I think I think it's very clear at this point <laughs> that until the ranger is fixed, we shouldn't even be acknowledging ranged damage. <laughs> the ranger, you, you know, need, you know the way to my heart. <laughs> we need a good role model for what a ranger should be and we don't have I, one yet i'll, I'll agree we're with lost you there, little boys without take... our big brother ranger uh yeah i i uh, i still think you've earned that minus two i i'm bringing in a, a light crossbow with a plus six to hit 1d8 plus three piercing damage i also have darts that deal out 1d4 plus three plus six to hit and then i also have deflect missiles which we've discussed plenty of times uh so i'm arguing a plus one no no that's a zero that's not a lot uh, of damage. I'm not counting 11? the darts. Basically, you got a light crossbow. 11, 11 total damage? Yeah, I two, got a zero. Two times. For... two times. I can do 22 damage. I'll give you a, a half a point. That's not how this works. I think it's worthy of half a point. Half a point? Yes. <laughs> Hold the line. Hold the Hold line. The li What's going on? Because Max is barking in the background. I need him to stop. Yeah, because he's he knows you're full of shit. <laughs> this is all state. Now, oh, you guys hear that? Dan's attacking Max live on the radio. Okay. Right. Are you shaking so him? No, I'm not shaking him. I put my headphones down. I'm not shaking my dog. <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm getting that plus one. 22 total right. damage. 22 total damage. All right. So let's you just got move mine. on. So, yeah, we're just. I'm just killing it. So let's. Uh, we're talking burninating. I'm going to start this one off. I've got Fist of Unbroken Air, which means I can create a blast of compressed air that strikes an, en an enemy with a mighty fist. As an action, I can spend two key points and choose a creature within 30 feet. That creature must make a strength saving throw, and on a failed save, it takes 3d10 bludgeoning damage plus an extra 1d10 bludgeoning damage for each additional key point I spend. And I can push the creature up to 20 feet away from me and knock it prone. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage, and I don't push it or knock it prone. Now, because I have seven key points... I can do potential. I can do a potential eight d ten damage on this thing. If I spend all my key points in one thing, I can do eighty damage. Why would you spend all somebody. your key points? That'd be a terrible because choice. That should say go that into we're, this. Say, say we're, say we're up against Tiamat. And you're gonna use all your key points on one round and never take patient defense. I'm saying, I'm saying, I. Can. You would never do that. Be so real with some, yourself. Okay. Well, anyways, I can do three d ten. 
on just ex the standard, which is two key All right. points. What are you arguing? Because that was because it's pretty awesome. That it's 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 not just that. Uh, I also have Gong of the Summit, which I have themed in an air uh, like sense. So he creates a tornado, right? And I can spend three po three key points and cast Shatter. So I create this twister, and I just break the windows, and uh, you take you take some solid burninating damage. I like the sound of a Gong Nado. I believe it's two a Gong Nado. Yes, it's Gong of the good. Summit. So I have I have that and the uh, Fist of Unbroken Air. I'm arguing a plus one. I can accept that. I got away with murder on that. So uh, I'm what do you plus have? two, because you're a sorcerer. I'm a sorcerer. I got Pummelstone. It's a cantrip, two d six bludgeoning damage, and during the next turn that where they make an attack roll or an ability check, the target must roll a d four and subtract the result from the check. That's oh, from like that. the uh, Cobalt Press Elemental supplement that they put out recently, the Deep Magic Elemental. I believe it's series fourteen Elemental Magic in the Deep Magic series, which we've already covered in episode. 11? 13, something like that. 13, yes. Great, great, uh, great supplement. So yeah, easy plus two. Oh, that was just my cantrip. You just, let me let me at least tell you some of the other things I found, which are fantastic. <laughs> I got Go Stony Grasp, which is a spell that functions like Maximilian's Earthen Grasp, where a giant hand comes out of the ground and tries to grab them. So they take 3d6 bludgeoning damage, both on the initial grab and the crushing damage, which happens afterwards and then the crushing damage would happen every round they have to do a strength save to try and get out of it so just this big stone fist that comes out okay. and just squeezes the life out of them i like that and i've got erupting earth which is a level three spell that does 3d12 bludgeoning damage on a failed save so i mean i'm just i'm rocking their world man i'm a, I'm a one-man earthquake you are rocking their world so that's a plus two i like that geomancer yes all right i got more for later yeah as soon as you said as soon as you said deep magic series i was like oh plus two all right well then here's Here's control on this, because first of all, that stony grasp, that is definite control, because they are restrained. Nothing like a stone fist to just, you know, really, really kill the party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very demoralizing, to just be grabbed in the earth. What are you going to do at that point? <laughs> I got two things which are really nice for control. I've got Earth Tremor, which can knock all of my enemies prone. And I found something on, you let me on to D&D Beyond, and I use the homebrew spells. And I found a very reasonable cantrip called Rock Slide where you cause rock and stone underneath the target area within range to shift and slide. Creatures within a 10-foot radius around the location must take a deck save or lose their balance. On a failed save, they have disadvantage on their next weapon or spell attack. Yeah, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a, an episode if you didn't cheat. I did cheat. cheat a little bit. Thank you, D&D Beyond user Admiral Cherry. And at 5th level, that also does 2d6 damage on a failed save. So I'm throwing guys down left and right. I've also got... I also have True Strike as a cantrip where I can give advantage on my next attack. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty solid here. Solid as a rock. I do rock. like it. I well, I mean, the big, the big Stone Fist and the, uh, the, the Homebrew cantrip, I'm sold. So what do That's you That's a two. I'm throwing okay, guys down left and right. I like it. I like it. So as I mentioned, <clears throat> so I have Stunning Strike. We mm -hmm. all know what that is. Uh, I have Stillness of Mind, which allows me to end a charm or fright against me. I have the Fist of Unbroken Air, which allows me to do all that damage that I mentioned before, but uh, push the enemy 20 feet and knock them prone all in one, which I really like. I also have, as an Air Genasi, I have Unending Breath, which allows me to hold my breath indefinitely while I'm not incapacitated. Ooh. And uh, I can levitate. All right, but not fly. Just just w float a once, little bit. Levitate, levitate once per long, re long rest. Just once. What? I'm, uh, I'm arguing a plus one. I'm not oh, done okay, yet. Okay. I also have clench, clench of the north wind. I can spend three, three key points and cast hold person, 
So there's mm-hmm, also that. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm arguing a plus one. All right, you got the whole person at the end there. That that seals it for me. Yep, I had to. I I I, I could hear that you weren't sold, and so I we, had to throw we'll that. We'll pick in. fiercer okay. battles down the line. Ally no, I believe we're on to tankiness now. Tankiness. Oh, the. Phew. Yeah, get ready for it. Go for it. Oh, you want me to go first? Because I'm getting a plus two on tankiness. Yep. I am a stone sorcerer, my friend. Do so it. I'm proficient with shield. So I've got an AC of 16 with my uh, stone's durability, which I can just put on upon myself as an action, but I can just have it all the time if I want, unless I'm in incapa- As an action. But I can as do it before action. battle. I can just do it. It does Because it doesn't have a duration. It mm-hmm. only expires if I get incapacitated. I like how you take this idiosyncrasy and make it sound like it's no big deal. Not a big deal. deal. Plus, I have a shield. Plus, Mm -hmm. I have the shield bearer spell. I can touch a shield and it hovers and moves to protect a target I choose. The shield provides the bonus that a shield would and they don't need to be holding it. So I can just make my shield hover next to me and get that plus two AC bonus. (laughs) Hovering shield, huh? Okay. I also have stone's endurance as a goliath. I can shrug off 1d12 plus my con which is three so a potential 15 damage once per long rest i could just shrug that off 70 hit points at level seven i bet your monk doesn't have that many um what what close i'm not gonna get oh, into mine oh, yet. okay okay and i also as a knight you know as this brilliant knight i also have the spell guard shield which is a magical shield that gives me advantage on saves against spells and spell attacks against me have disadvantage all spell attacks against you have disadvantage. Yes, yes, because I was bestowed by my lord the spell guard shield. It's a very, it's a very rare shield. This is a magic item. Yes, I thought I was very clear on that. God, what do you argue? Uh, plus two. I mean, I like it. I like all the stuff you said, but you're cheating. What? <laughs> what, what part? It's it's thematically very good, but we're level seven and you have a very rare item. Yeah, but I did some pretty great stuff. I mentioned that right, second fine, place finish. It. You're such a cheater. Take it. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what's going on. Dan, so let me just say this though. It's the four. point where even our guests know to cheat when they come on our show. This is just <laughs> this how is it true. goes. All 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 one of our guests. <laughs> but he didn't even stutter. <laughs> he came right at us uh, with some magic. Okay, shit. I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off. I did not take an ability score improvement at level 4. I took the tough oh. feat. 70 70 total hit points for a monk at level 7. Good stuff. I also have seven key points which allows me to I also have seven. <laughs> do you hear Max? Yes, I do. He's not happy. Now he's squeaking a toy. <laughs> like I just can't win today. <laughs> I also have seven key points, which I can use for um, patient defense, which allows me to take the dodge action as a bonus action. I also have deflect missiles. I have slow fall. I have an AC of fourteen, thanks to my unarmored defense, uh, and I. Don't don't shake that dog again. <laughs> uh, so I think I think for a monk, all things considered, easy plus one. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff there. And then the other thing that I did not mention. So uh, for a monk at seventh level, you have evasion, which is very similar to a rogue's uh, ability to get out of the way of a certain area effect such as a blue dragon lightning breath or a fireball spell when you're subjected to an effect that allows you to make a deck saving throw you only take half the damage you only take half the damage on a fail and on a succeed you take no damage so it's just like a rogue rogue ability and it's super tanky so plus one i think there's a lot of stuff yeah and uh there wasn't any illegal magic items so that was good for you you should be so proud so now ally yeah what do you got an ally assist no all right negative two this is the most selfish monk 
that's ever walked through. Well, Sir Pebbletoes is not lawful good for nothing. He looks out for other people. So I can use that Shield Bearer spell to hover a shield over someone else. I also have Blade Ward as a cantrip, which gives them resistance for the round. I also have a spell of second level called Earthen Grace, which I believe I took from, which I took from Elminster's Guide to Magic. When you cast the spell, you touch oh a creature and it grant affinity for earth and stone. For the duration of the spell, the creature has resistance to damage from creatures and objects made of any kind of earth. They also have resistance to falling rocks or falling damage if they're going to land on the earth. So that's pretty huge. I really, I, you know what, I'm just going to take an opportunity. If you guys haven't checked out Elminster's Guide to, uh, to Magic, go on DM's Guild. It was number one there for a very long time. I'm sure it's probably still top five. I think it's 15 bucks, and it has like 178 pages of magic in it. It's just Well, it's number one for a reason. So many good spells yes. in there. Boy, I, got, I really hate that you cheated so I got much one more in this thing. episode. You cheated I got so one more much. Thing. Stone Aegis as part of my Stone Sorcerer subclass. As a bonus action, I can ally within 60 feet. I can put a shield around them that would reduce all incoming damage by two for one minute. If the ally is hit while this is over them, as my reaction, I can teleport within five feet of the enemy that hit them and make an attack. And this is this is included in the Deep Magic series uh, stone. No, this is the Unearthed Arcana. Oh, this is Unearthed yes. Arcana. Okay, so we're just all over the place with just un unpublished wizards and. Third I went stuff. hog wild on my favorite things about being You're, a stone sorcerer. Absolutely. That's what I and I found the best options. Yeah, I mean you really did, but you can get um, you can get a plus one. There was some really good stuff for ally assist there, but. Uh, I was looking for something like a rustic hospitality is really what I was looking for. Oh, you for. know what else I have? I wasn't going to bust this out yet, but you're going to push me on it? I can get that plus two because as being a knight, I have three squires that follow me anywhere. And these boys do whatever I ask them to. So when we're breaking, I could be like, wait, could you but, massage my monk bro's shoulders that's over like, there? That's not allies. That's just somebody helping Yeah, but you. I can have them help you if you want. I mean, if you want to be my bro... My squires have to look out for but you, But I too. know you well enough. I know you well enough to know you're not going to have your little squires help They might you. make beans and cornbread for dinner. They can cook. They can throw down soul food. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These are some soul food squires. Well, they have various skills. Plus Thank two. You. Get out of here. Beans and cornbread for the win. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, overall. By the way, very hearty meal. It'll fill you up. <laughs> Super hearty. It's good on a long rest. Make you real gassy. Gas out the gas out the troops. Balance. Overall balance. All right, let me run this down for you. Strength of 14. Dex of 8. Doesn't matter. I'm a stone sorcerer. What do I need to move fast for? <laughs> Constitution of 16. Intelligence of 12. Wisdom of 11. Charisma of 16. My spellcasting modifier is, of course, charisma. I'm proficient in intimidation and persuasion with a 6. Arcana and history with a 4. And athletics with a 5. I mean, like I said, I don't need the decks. It's not holding me back at all. For everything I... What are you arguing? I think this is a very nicely balanced... For a stone sorcerer, this is a plus two. Overall character, I'll be honest, it's a one. Oh, okay. So I'm going to cast... I'm going to go ahead and cast Detect Bullshit. Why don't you give me a deck saving throw? Right on. Uh, I, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a modified one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're going to go ahead and uh, take a zero. <laughs> that's not... It was not very balanced, rolling... man. You don't even have a whole lot of proficiencies. Yeah, because because you get like two with your subclass, or you get two with your background and three with your class. What do you mean? This is a lot of a lot of a lot of excuses. Two with my class. I'm gonna run down. No, I'm I gonna roll for. I'm eight. rolling for the one. Dex is no. Never mind. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not expending the die. It's not time for that. 
because I know you're going to bust out some stupid crap with this smooth operator. I got a strength of 8, dex of 16, con of 14, intelligence of 13, wisdom of 12, charisma of 13. I've got proficiencies in acrobatics, athletics, performance, because I can play those bagpipes, and stealth. Armor class of 14, and those hit points are at 70. I think this is a pretty decent monk. I'm, I'm arguing a plus one. You only have four proficiencies. Just How dare that's... you shit on my five proficiencies? Well, because because your dex is like incredibly low, and you know you're like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm at least acknowledging as a dex based monk that like you have no ranged weapons, so like that was a whole category not balanced. You sorry, you, you have eat no beans range. and cornbread for dinner every night and move quickly. I defy you. <laughs> I got a forty five feet mood speed, man. That's not, not an armor movement. But anyway, plus one, plus one. I think it's All totally right, reasonable. All right. Moving along. What's your smooth operator? Not much to choose from here. I've got plus four in performance and a plus six in stealth. Whoa. The reason why the perform no, the reason why the performance is a big deal is because I can play those bagpipes, but also <laughs> as a folk hero, I'm sorry, as an entertainer, I got to choose on D D Beyond if I wanted a love note, <laughs> a note from a loved one, or I don't know, like an amulet or something. Some something stupid. So I chose a, a love note, and I wrote a song about the love note. I bring it out. I tell a little tale about it. I play the song at the local taverns. I get everybody emotionally involved. They're all in my corner. And then that's when I just, you know, bust out that plus six in stealth and just pick some pockets. What? All right. Do you really think you're going to get through that argument without singing anything? You built up this whole song about this I love also note, have, and you're not going to try have, and sing your way out minute, of this? Wait <laughs> I once had a lady, mm -hmm. her name was Sandy. She ran off to New York and New Jersey. She left me and a bunch of destruction in her wake. Now she'll never come back for beans and cornbread with me. What do you think? All while was I'm playing a real the bagpipes. What was that? I just made that up. <laughs> But it was it was about it was about Superstorm Sandy. Superstorm Sandy, the one that slammed into New York a couple years ago. Come on, our northeastern friends are going to be really offended. Why did you write that. a song about a storm? Because I'm an air elemental. Your love note was given to you by a hurricane. Yeah, she was a real whirlwind. You plus two. Thank you. I didn't even get into mingle with the wind. I can cast levitate. Once I don't care. How, okay, so you, anyways, your your storm plus two doesn't matter. You like my song. I like your song. Your your storm. Your girlfriend and was my a storm. Pun. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. What what, what makes me a smooth operator? First of all, my squires. Imagine <laughs> I roll up anywhere with an entourage. I got three guys with me. They do anything I say. They get me my drinks, and they're not. You know, I've been training them too, so they can handle themselves. So that automatically. Gives me a, a that, level of respect. That's it. That's what I've you got have. my persuasion and my intimidation at a six. That's that like night. That. But intimidation's intimidation is not relevant here. Smooth intimidation is. I've also got that mold earth as a cantrip. <laughs> mold <Yeah>. earth. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah, super smooth. I, I, I meet, like it. I meet a really cute stone giant, right? And she's looking down on me like you're a Goliath, but I'm still like three heads taller than you. This is ridiculous. This will never work. And I'd be like. Baby, why don't you look down a little further? And she looks at the ground, and it's this picture that I drew in the earth of her and I riding bareback on an owl bear on the beach. 
Oh man, like Vladimir Putin riding a bear. Exactly like Putin. So wow. she's getting that Putin vibe off me, right? So that's where that persuasion, that Putin portrait, persuasion yeah. and intimidation together. That's all Putin. That is Putin. That is actually very Putin. <laughs> Damn it! I Plus, like what are you I got arguing? one more thing. I got Earth Skimmer, a level four spell from the Cobalt Press. All right, so here's what happens. I can make the Earth beneath me just kind of rise up and carry me wherever I want to go. So I get my girl That's so right cool. next to me, and I just get the land up underneath us like a carriage, like an Earth carriage, ride us into town for our date. My three squires have already got the table for us. They've already got the sommelier to bring the right wine. That's a date. And you'll probably seal the deal. That's okay. Uh, what are you arguing? Plus two. Uh, you're going to roll for this because I like the arguments and I, you're just going to have to It's roll. because I, I sold like your idea of having a girl. Yep. Yeah, All right, I rolled yeah. a six. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Plus one. All right, spitting fire. What do you have? I've got... Don't bring intimidation into this I got again. Spire of st- st- I've, I've got stone spire from Elminster's. I make the ground underneath me just shoot up 20 feet up in the air. All right? Awesome. So, it's, so in the game, that's my argument. I go up there, then... I raise one fist and I look at him and I cast fist of stone on my hand and my hand turns into a big rocky fist. And that's giving me unarmed strike damage, by the way. It's an actual spell. Okay. Uh, 1d6 plus strength. Is that it? I also have a powerful build. I can carry one size larger than myself. So you think I'm a medium creature and my giant girlfriend is a large creature. There's no way I could pick her up, carry over the threshold. Boom. That's that Goliath blood, baby. That's not intimidating. What are you talking about? People would just be like, man, he's got a really big girlfriend. It's super hot that he can just carry her into this place. It Hot isn't intimidating. That really got away from me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could get a zero. Here it is, I like though. like the stone spire thing. Quick that's and really spell, cool. I can do both those things in the same action. I like that, but that's that's like a burninating All thing. All right, so zero. Yeah, so I'm just going to cut to the quick here. I'm going to just bust out that fist of unbroken air again because I could just make that blast of compressed air move forward, bust somebody, like, you know, like, break down a door with this compressed air. They they fail their save. They get pushed 20 feet, hit a wall, take 2d6 uh, bludgeoning damage on top of the 3d10 uh, bludgeoning damage, and then they, they're just like, I'm just like, give me your money. If that doesn't work, I stunning strike them. And I'm like, yeah! And they're like, what happened? Uh, I can't answer your questions. That's intimidating for the other guy that's standing next to him. And there's like, I'm going to answer his questions because I'm stu- the other, he's stunned and I don't want that to happen to me. And then I've also got Shatter, which, you know, you know, you set it up like on a window. And then I'm like, and boosh, shatters. Everybody gets shards of glass in their eye. And I think it's 2d10 damage. I didn't write it down. So that's it? It's intimidating. All right. Yep. Sure. All very intimidating, but you are double dipping on all that stuff. What are you arguing? Oh, yeah. All of it. Plus one. You got to roll for it because I didn't make it roll yet. Perfect. Oh, I rolled a six. Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> nope. Well, why would anyone want to play Funnel? Well, because I've never even messed with a Ganassi before. But when we went into this elemental, I was like, we have to do that because they're elemental themed. And so, as racial traits, they get pretty cool stuff. You get a plus two, I believe, in uh, Dex, somewhere along there. I th- I believe it's in Dex. But you don't get any, or maybe you get a plus one and a plus one, but you don't get a whole lot of, like, racial bonuses in the ability scores. But they do give you this hold your breath indefinitely while, uh, while you're not incapacitated, and you get the levitate, 
It just has an innate ability, which is pretty cool. Also, this is a one tough monk, so he can stand in, take a punch. His armor class isn't great, but it can get better as long as the dex and wisdom get bumped up with the uh, at level eight. Also, yeah, you know, play with the wind. This guy's gone with the wind. All right. I, it's a terrible argument. Yeah, you just you just kind of described the whole guy again. I did. Sir Pebble Toes is a a knight that's a lot better than my last knight. What happened last night? <laughs> Too many corn and beans, huh? Man, yeah. That I beans and it. cornbread get you. Uh, Sir, <laughs> I don't even... This is a stupid argument, too. Sir Pebble Toes, he can mold the earth. He can win over the Stoneheart Giants. He can make the earth move around him and wreck some guys with some stone. This is a fun character. I would love oh, to play... I said that at the beginning. Well, I mean, no, it, this, is a, this is a cheater's dream. I mean, basically, the character's very well executed... Uh, if you just dip into a whole bunch of third-party content, which is actually what we... Well, encourage. I would allow this at my game. It's just... Because I'm the DM. Yeah, totally awesome. Minus the magic item. Magic item was kind of bullshit, but... Yep, yep. yep. I commend you. Great character. I'd play it. I said it before. So I would want to play this So let's do a drum again. roll. Drum roll. And what do, you, what do you got in the scores? Hey, you know, our first show of the year, we never mentioned it, and we tied then. And we tied again now, 7-7 seven to seven for this episode. Oh. Apart from Eric beating us last week... And me winning in Fight Club. <laughs> We're not off to great stuff. This is a weird 2018. <laughs> it is. Well, I shake your hand. I didn't cheat, and I and I did it with a monk. You did it with a monk. Congratulations. I'll put it. I'll put it in the W column. So, Garen, what do we have coming up next week? Next week we are going to be doing characters from the Plane Shift Ixalan that Wizards put out, which is a a little dip into the world of Magic: The Gathering, where they just create some of the lore and races that you could play in your D&D game. So we're going to be pulling from that. We'll tweet it out if you want to see a link to it, but they were kind of tweeting it out. So I think most people got a chance to check that out. And coming up in February, we're going to have another special episode with our friends Loresmith. Look them up on Twitter. They're a group of writers. They've got some fantastic content coming out. We're doing a Valentine's Day episode, definitely. And we still got an episode coming up soon with our boy, Matt Forcefields. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, uh, congratulations on another well-fought match. I'm Dan. I'm Garen, and that was very strangely civil. I appreciate it. <laughs> Just remember, it doesn't have to be fun. It doesn't have to be fun. It always has to be fun. I think that's Thank you. Say. Have a great week, everybody. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at DND Character Lab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.